You're listening to The Nerd Cave Show, coming to you live from Audio Crazy's living room, where I tied up the beard and he's sitting in the back. Shush, beard, drink your happy juice. You can follow us on www.nerdcaveshow.com, or you can go to Facebook at facebook.com slash nerdcaveshow. And now, on with the show. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to another wonderful, exciting, joyous and questionable Nerd Cave Show. Good evening, everybody. Ah, another couple of weeks, a bunch of chaos, a bunch of, uh, I don't know, can you call it uh, kind of uh, chaotic? couple of weeks. Man, it's been really exciting. Um, yeah, there's been a lot going on, and I almost, once again, I almost came close to doing another podcast last week, but which everything going on, I just couldn't get it together. Um but yeah, so uh, we've got a lot to talk about tonight. We've got a bunch of hardware. We have our Indie Spotlight of the evening and Indie Game Spotlight. And we're going to talk about a few things. Um, uh, mainly the whole, uh, uh, what is it, the 12-pin uh, ATX5 uh connector power connector for the uh, uh, 4090 GPUs and there's quite a bit to talk about and there was an update earlier I was like I was going to go into something and that luckily uh, I got a shout out to Jay's Two Cents who um, was nice he basically did an update video and uh, kind of gave us an update on what was going on and what further they find out about the connector so we're going to get into that we are going to get into it I got a lot to talk about but there's just so much other stuff because we've had so many graphics cards updates uh, the, the latest Windows updates everything else uh, going along with updates as we all know um, what is it uh, World of Warcraft got the pre-patch and uh, yeah everybody I mean we, we, we got the new talent trees that's great uh, every, everybody's like diving into those and having fun most of them like me are just flat out lazy and we just went to Wowhead and copy and paste which Blizzard gave that but there's one thing that everybody's going nuts about and that literally is <sighs> we log on and our add-ons don't work yeah, yeah, the add-ons are, uh, <laughs> me personally, it's like all of, it's like damage meters there, meh, I, I can care less about that. Uh, uh, so, uh, what was it, uh, the uh, uh, Covenant mission table, I was like, you know what, I can afford this for a few days. It's not like it really is, it really is added anything. It, it's kind of pointless, it's just a farming thing, honestly, that's all the, the tables have been, but my uh, uh, for the first day, for that first day, my uh, uh, what was it? My my two major addictions in WoW, which is all the things and uh, Overachiever, are were broken. And Overachiever basically helps you work out what achievements you're missing, uh, how to work towards them, and uh, 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 all the things is another one on top of that, which is. Uh, does far more than just achievements. It, it basically gives you a window of what achievements you're missing. If you're missing transmogs, um, what you know, you're in this area. This this mob drops this item that you don't ha currently have in your inventory. This mount you're missing. This you know, it gives you all those things so you can like completely go nuts 
not knowing you don't have them. And then you've got to sit there and it con- it's a constant reminder that you are missing something and you have to spend more. T- yeah. And I was literally, I was sitting there uh, uh, playing and I'm like, I can't do this without these add-ons. How do we, how, how do I do this? But then lucky enough, uh, the, what was it? Uh, the, the day after pre-patch, uh, overachiever hasn't been updated, but they haven't updated overachiever in a while. So I got a feeling that add-on's going away, but, uh, all the things did an initial update. It's still crashing a bit. They're still getting it, but the bulk of it was there. Yay. I was so happy. I was so happy. So yeah. Um, some of my add-ins are coming back. Some of them aren't. Um, uh, Postal's another one that's like, that's one that is just like, I kind of need that. It's like manually clicking on each one. <sighs> or I, I, I like to select certain ones. And yeah, it's just the way I do my auction house stuff. Anyway, that's going on. Let's see here. What else we got? Uh, Windows 10 got an update. Uh, or actually Windows 10 and Windows 11 got the 22H2, which Windows 11 is great because they got Tab File Explorer and a whole bunch of other things. Windows 10, um, yeah, we, we, I think we got some uh, 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 group policy <laughs> changes. It's like, well, that's freaking thrilling, Microsoft. Thank you. Uh, Windows 10 really needed those. So, yeah, for the bulk of people, Windows 10, it, it's an update. Just, I mean, you can do it. It's not going to affect you much. Um, it's mostly quality of life. Uh, I think there's some other updates, but the bulk of it's like uh, group policy updates. And so it's like, yeah, what's the point? <laughs> um, let's see here. What else do we got? Um, we had a bunch of graphics cards that came, or a bunch of other things, and I post this on the website. Uh, let's see here. Uh, there's a possibility of an ASRock uh, Sonic the Hedgehog Edition motherboard. It's a, a it's it's basically a reskinned, repainted uh, uh, of their Z790 board. It looks really, really good. Um, it's definitely a motherboard that's one. It's one of those where I would almost considered, I don't know if many of you guys ever saw them. Years and years ago, there was a company that was making clear plexiglass cases. And the, the, the I'm stumbling here. I'm, this is how, how excited I'm about this motherboard. I don't, we don't know if it's actually come out or if it's just going to be a Japanese route. I have a feeling it's going to be like a, Jap, a Japan thing only, which is going to shock and bore, especially the people who import it and then throw it on the eBay. But, um, uh, it actually has Sonic silk screened on the back of the motherboard. And I'm like, you know what? I am a purist when it comes to the motherboard trays and having nice, good, solid backboards. But I'm looking at that and going, I want to see that through the case. And so it's like, that's, it's taken all this time, but all I do is put Sonic on the back of a motherboard and I'm all for like modifying the backplate or getting rid of it. <laughs> doesn't take much um so yeah it's uh it's that's just one of those things the other thing uh let's see here we we had nvidia unlaunching the 12 gig 4080 and that was due to a bunch of backlash backlash by people because they had two graphics cards labeled a 48 a 4080 and there was the 4080 uh, 16 gig, I think, or 24 gig. And then they had the 12 gigabyte version. But the problem was 
it wasn't just memory difference. The 12 gigabyte also had less memory bandwidth. It had a completely different uh, GPU core that had less shaders, less of everything, but they were branding them both the same. So everybody was saying, oh great, they're relabeling the 40, uh, they're relabeling the 4070 as a 4080 and then charging us more for that rebranding. And so after a lot bunch of uh, uh, negative flack, they took that back. Um, let me see here, what else has been there? Um, we had that. Oh, a couple of unique graphics cards come out. And I, I didn't post about this on the website, but uh, I'll try to post a link if I can find it again. There was a, somebody came out with a 3090, I think it was, or maybe it was a 4090. I think it was a 3090. But basically they came out with a graphics card that had like a military theme to it, but it had a level and a battery indicator on it. And the level I can kind of see, I mean, it's, it's interesting, but why would you want a permanently mounted level on your graphics card? And the other thing is, is the battery indicator. I don't get that. Is that to say, hey, this is how much power you're drawing? What happens if you overclock? Does the battery, does it like really light up? Whatever, I don't know. But it was it was this really unique thing, and I'll, I'll try to have a link to it. But there, with the, all the updates to the graphics cards, there was a uh, bunch of oh, the other thing was, and I didn't post about this either, but uh, I did. I, well, I did part of, post a, start, a story about it, and that was the uh, the same day that Intel released their A750 and A770, and Nvidia was launching the 4090. Um, stock was really really deplenished, like. Um, I had questioned it and I had posted about it a couple of times, but on Twitter, and I was like, this, it's, it's kind of funny that, you know, all of the stock of the Intel cards were gone before the actual release time. Like when they, when Intel was posting it, Newegg was sold out and it was really, it was like, what's going on here? And we couldn't figure it out. And we started looking around started looking around and we, it, it was just strange. It was like they knew egg was sold out on all of them. And I even seen some of the Intel people post about it. But by the time I caught it, which was sometimes an hour, hour or two later, I looked and nope, those are sold out too. I was like, did they really just release those with that low a stock? So over the past week, we come to find out what, what happened. Uh, scalpers bought up a bunch of those GPUs. And they're showing up on eBay for, you know, they bought them for 320 and they're trying to sell them for like 600 bucks. So, yeah, if you guys, but people are starting to get their hands on them. And Intel is, Intel and uh, in, you know, all the NVIDIA partners are getting, uh, they're uh, getting more boards out there. So if I, one piece of advice I can always tell you is screw the, screw the scalpers. If you guys just, be a little patient because a lot of times, especially now with with the uh, production uh, getting back to where it used to be, um, you can wait a week and get the card at retail 
rather than paying the scalpers ridiculous, insane prices. Don't don't feed the scalper problem. Don't feed the, 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 the little scalpers. Ignore them. A lot of them are upset that they've lost a bunch of money on... Um, uh, they lost a bunch of money doing the whole uh, NVIDIA G, uh, 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 mining cards. Now nobody's buying up all their mining cards. And there's a bunch of those a bunch of those guys who were buying up cards like crazy, and now they can't sell. They're worth half as much as what they paid for them, and so they're fixing to lose a ton of money. Good, they deserve it. Um, so yeah, that's anybody's curious about those. Basically, the scalpers bought up a bunch of cards and threw them on eBay. They've been on eBay, but I, I just please people don't buy them. Please don't buy scalper prices. It's not worth it. Don't feed the problem. All right, moving on to the indie spotlight. Now, this game doesn't uh, really doesn't. I don't have to talk about this game. This game is far more popular. It technically is an indie game. Um, but it is a very, very popular one. And if you guys haven't played it, you guys haven't checked it out, you need to. You really, really do. Um, the game is called Cultic. And it is very, very reminiscent of one of my all-time favorite games. One of the first major games. Not, well, I'd say the one of the first few games. It was like the second or third game I ever, uh, PC game I ever got into. Um, but Cultic rem- gives me so many happy vibes of the old DOS game, Blood. Now, Blood was a build engine. Uh, Cultic is not running on build, even though there are current games that are, have just come out in a updated version of, build, uh, of the build engine. Uh, Cultic is built in uh, Unity 3, yeah, Unity 3D, and it's made by Jazzaw's Games, and but it's published by 3D Realms. So... Uh, I, I've been following this, and I actually been played the demo uh, months back whenever they released it on Steam. Well, it's out. It came out as of the 13th of this month. It is 10 bucks. It's $9.99 on Steam. I can't tell you how, how much that you get for your $10. It is got, it's a very brown game. It's got the real crunchy graphics. But man, does it play so well. Um, all the guns have been really flushed out. Um, the enemies are j- just challenging enough. Uh, the weapon loadout is absolutely insane. You get, uh, you can dual weld, uh, you, you get dynamite, which is a good classic favorite. Um, a uh, pistol. Uh, there's a machine gun. I can't remember the exact name of the t- the, the weapons. I-, I played through the bulk of the first uh, area. I'm up to the fi- final boss. I just haven't had a whole ton of time to play, but it is definitely. They said this is an old school inspired uh, game. The other reason why it gives me a lot of uh, one of the other reasons there is a bunch of symbolism. Um, it doesn't follow the same story, but you are somebody, basically, the start of the game is you coming out of the grave, which is the same thing with Caleb in Blood. You start the game coming out of the grave. I live again. So, um, Cultic kind of does the thing. We don't get the I live again, but it 
gets right into it. There's a really, really good story. Um, basically, you, you were investigating a, uh, a murderer's uh, mystery, trying to solve a case, and you lead to this compound full of cultics and dead bodies everywhere. And, oh, man, it plays so good. It plays so good. It's so smooth. It's got really fast gameplay. Uh, I'm trying not to give away too much of it. All I can say is I thoroughly enjoyed it. I played it, uh, the demo, but he's been working tirelessly on it. And his funny thing was seeing when I was watching a lot of his Twitter posts, he was like, oh, hey, look, I figured, you know, I've got it where you can kick the dynamite back at him. Or the cultics, the uh, the, the uh, cultists, if you throw a dynamite and it's still got a bit of time, they'll kick the dynamite back at you. That's how, how crafty the little AI is. So, you got to be very tactile in the game, and uh, it, like I said, it it reminds me very much of the old build engine games, but it is a Unity game. Uh, it is a modern engine game engine. It just came out. It's definitely worth going and checking out. Uh, I can't harp on it too much more because I'm running, uh, you know. But I thoroughly enjoyed it, and I cannot stress how much. Ten bucks for this game. Chapter one is out. Go get it. You won't be disappointed if you're really into uh, uh, dark-themed uh, first-person shooters or you like the old retro games like Duke Nukem, uh, Blood, Jeez, uh, 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 what are some of the other ones? Uh, anyway, sorry, going, on, going sideways. Um, but it's got that retro feel that you, I know a lot of you guys will like. Hardware specs is really minimum. Uh, let me scroll down here back down to the bottom. Uh, let's see here. It'll run on Windows 7, um, a 4th Gen i, but uh, they recommend a 9th Gen i5 for CPU, uh, 8 gigs of RAM, a 1070. Um, but you can run it as low as a GT740. So if, you've got, if you're still running some older hardware, this game is going to run pretty smooth. Uh, I know I've been running out of my system and it's like my system's almost bored running it. So uh, I think most of you, I, I think it's like a three gigabyte install. Uh, not so much reminiscent of the past of when we used to have only 200 meg installs, but it's still, it's well worth it. The game is beautifully done. The intro story that you get, which doesn't have much dialogue. It's mostly like re reading some stuff, but just, symbolism and shots really well done uh, intro cinematic go check it out cultic on steam i think believe it's on some other platforms but uh yeah c-u-l-t-i-c -C is cultic i rammed on it a little too much no i didn't i'd not that wasn't too much it, it deserved every bit of my mindless rambling so cultic one drink for you mm -hmm. all right so so Getting back to the bulk of the problem, and uh, it was uh, the main part of this uh, the show is the new Nvidia. Well, it's not new; it, it's relatively new. The new, uh, new-ish. It was introduced on the thirty ninety and thirty eighty uh, Founders Edition cards, uh, Nvidia cards, and that is the twelve pin uh, micro connector, which is the twelve. Uh, 12 uh, VHPWR connector, which is, I believe it stands for 12 volt high power. I don't know what the WR means for uh, uh, works right, I guess. I don't know. Um, 
but the uh, since the 49s come out, uh, quite a few people actually. Every almost every day, there's been at least one report of somebody having the connector melted on it, and. I've watched a few of the for YouTube, uh, uh, YouTubers, uh, tech people. Some of them are like, oh, it's fine. Uh, but there's a few of them are like, well, how can you go from, you know, eight and 16 or eight? Usually some cards will come with uh, three eight pin connectors. Now do the math on that. You know, you've got each eight pin is four power, four ground. And you have three of them. That's a lot of cabling, but it's also a lot of cabling to handle the wattage that these cards are pulling, especially under overclock. Well, on the GTX or on the uh, 4080, NVIDIA introduced this uh, 12VHP WR connector on there, a single 12 pin connector for their new flagship cards. And everybody was kind of questioning it, but it worked. And those people who have that have it worked have been working fine. Fast forward to today, we now have the 4090 and we're getting a lot of reports of the that connector. It's melting or even melting and burning. And for the past week we've been seeing a lot of reports on it. People constantly posting on Reddit, on Twitter. I've been seeing a lot of them. Um, they're literally people are either doing uh, mundane tasks or whatever. Uh, mundane task, gaming, or some people are just benchmarking and they're noticing that the connector is uh, either uh, soft or they're literally seeing the thing smoke. And at first, NVIDIA tried to downplay it like it's not no, it's, uh, no being. Then there was the whole blaming of people bending the connector. And um, the... In, you know, not to spec. And the problem is, is um, the, who was it? Uh, Cable Mods, thank you. Gable Mods had a, a, has a webpage talking about the proper way of doing, uh, of doing, of handling that new connector. And that is you have the, uh, you need to have 35, I think it's like 35 millimeters from the connector of straight cable before any bends. Well, unfortunately, on most cases, well, for one thing, you have to have a massive case for this new 49 because they won't, they won't fit in a normal case. And it's really tall. They're actually much taller than mo uh, most cards. So they're actually closer to the side panel of the case and if you look the um the overall connector there's no space there's not 35 millimeters there to be able to do it so for uh, i think for a while there's some people like well you're you, you it's a 4090 you have to vertical mount it you can't just plug it in the motherboard which for me i'm like then why do they, I mean, that makes no logical sense, but fine, let's go with that. And then people are, were still having problems because their graphics were vertically, vertically mounted. So now for a while there, they were blaming people bending the connector too much. And we're like, have you seen people build cases? Are you trying to tell me that they designed this without ever testing the cable or this video card? 
actually in systems and proving that the connector and cable can work. Let's okay. Let's let's move on for that. But so they kept blaming connectors and kept blaming it. Nvidia, I think. Uh, NVIDIA has released, I think as of yesterday or today, NVIDIA has instructed all AIBs um, to, if people have problems to bring in the cards, they're launching an investigation of what's going on. Because at first, NVIDIA was trying to blow it off as this is only a minor incident, and then more people started. Well, I mean, uh, it's, they may be doing something wrong, but then it's just like so many people are having these problems. But then a few people have been trying to test it and still can't get it. Finally today, and this is, I know I'm running a little bit long on this, but so there's one person who had probably, and J2 Sensei, I I give credit to him because I was watching the video probably like like three o'clock trying to, was like, okay, see if there's any updates. And he posted a video and it was basically somebody said that they figured out what the issue is and it makes total sense. But it also goes down to, and a lot of people are blaming the connector. Well, we were right. The connector is flawed, um, but not flawed in what you think. So a lot of people are blaming going from eight, you know, Four, three banks of eight pins down to a single 12 pin, that's the problem. There's not enough pins. The pins are too small, blah, blah, blah. Well, that could be kind of a way, but the connector is still rated for 600. And actually, you can run through those connectors 600 watts. You can do it. That, it, it wouldn't be hard. Now, if you're trying to run a massive overclocking card, of course, you need to uh, go with something a little bit more beefy. But for that connect for that cable uh, or for the for currently that car that connector is rated for kind of and it can handle it and most of these cards are burning up around 400 watts uh, sometimes even less than that so what they found out was that they people started looking at the connector and going they're looking at the cable not only that looking at the differences there's actually if you look at the 3090 or the 3080 3090 founders edition cards and their 12 pin connector and you look at the 4090 card the actual adapter now nvidia includes adapter cables for these cards that are different so if you look at the 40 the 3080 and 3090 cards the adapter cable only adapted out like two connector, two eight pins. And the new connector or the new for the new 4090 adapts four eight pins, which a lot of people are like, that's way too much going into a single connector. Eh, not really. Um, it, it's probably close, but it still should be fine. The, here's where the problem comes in. People are looking at it. If you look at the proper made cables or the power supplies that come with them, they run a single wire per connector. So that means a wire goes on, gets crimped to a pin. And so for each pin, you have a single wire. Perfect. On the NVIDIA cable, you have the four connectors they come together and splice. It's also a smart connector. So a lot of people are wondering why. You have to have all four populated. There's actually some smart sensing going on with the grounds to identify that there are two, three, or four. And appropriately, if 
the cable does not sense it's a it's a half smart cable if it doesn't sense that you have all four connectors plugged in all four eight pins it actually tells the graphics card to limit its power intake so it basically will go oh you only have three plugged in so you can't go over 400 watts you've only got uh, two k two cables plugged in okay you can you can't go over you know 200. I, I don't know what the exact numbers I was looking around for it and I, I, really quickly, but I do know that the connector itself, it will not, um, uh, it'll throttle, it'll voltage, you know, amperage throttle the, the card. Anyway, what's happening is they have the four, con, four eight pin connectors that get spliced together halfway down the cable or three quarters of the way. They get spliced together into four wires for the positive, for the 12 volt side and four wires for the ground, but somehow four wires get turned into six pins on the plus side and six pins on the, on the negative side. And everybody was like, well, that's some really funky math you're doing there NVIDIA. And people assumed that maybe that was the problem. And basically what they found was instead of the old style where you, they had one wire per pin, which means you had a wire crimped, for whatever reason, some genius thought, four wires soldered to a plate. They're not really a plate. Basically what it is is all six pins on either side. So you have the six volt, uh, 12 volts uh, pins and six uh, negative uh, pins all come out and they're all kind of come together on a, uh, like a solder tab, essentially is the basic way to think of it. it is it comes out, it's a big solder tab. They solder all four wires so all four wires go to all six, um, uh, all six pins on either side of the connector. The problem is it's real thin metal, which is standard for pins like that. But the connector doesn't come up, the plastic on the connector doesn't come up high enough to protect it. And if you do too much side bending, what happens is, you know, what happens when you have a small tab and you've put a little bit of pressure on it? It breaks. That's common knowledge. But some person, some genius didn't think of this and definitely didn't do any kind of testing. No testing whatsoever. Oh, plug it in. No, it works. Good. Send it. No, didn't actually put the cable in a graphics card in a case, in a computer and do testing. No, 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 no. They just, does it carry voltage? Right, good enough, send it. We're happy with that. Like, I'm serious. The, the, the low level of we should think this through is kind of a monumental failure on NVIDIA's part or whoever designed that cable. Everybody's been blaming the 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 uh, twelve pen twelve plus four is what they call it. It's a twelve plus four, but it's a twelve v twelve uh, v HP WR connector uh, on the graphics card. And uh, the problem is is how they change the connector between 
cards. And they, instead of doing this solder four wires, which makes, I don't know who thought that would be a good idea, but it doesn't make any sense. I understand the whole point of, I can understand from one point, whereas if one connector doesn't get plugged in, they can still pull power on all six pens uh, of the voltage or the ground. So it kind of makes it a safety thing where all pens are always getting power because they're all connected. But nobody thought to test to see if having a big flat tab of metal and a, 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 a gauge wire soldered to it and then they put it in a case and bend it, is that going to break it off like a freaking, you know, please take a number at the grocery store? <laughs> That's basically what's happening. Uh, and, and what they find out is people, they, they're they're putting bins on them, which they need to, to get them, fit them in these cases. And something they've been doing all this time, all of a sudden, oh, well, you're not supposed to be doing that. Genius. That is the way case building happens. That's the way people build computers. The way people didn't do it. You're supposed to design things that work with people on how they do things. Not, oh, well, we decided to do something real cheap, so you have to, you know, adjust to us, or we're not even going to tell you. But it, I'm pretty sure if they had done some internal testing, they would have found this, but they didn't do any. You can obviously tell they didn't do any. Um, fun fact, though, uh, which I found this to be really interesting, uh, uh, NVIDIA didn't design the connector. A lot of people are blaming NVIDIA. I, I believe somebody within there decided to do these changes to it. Uh, the connector itself isn't the problem. It's how they did the wiring to it that and that is totally nvidia's fault but or whoever they had designed this stuff i'm assuming it'd be their design team but essentially um but uh, going back to it uh, nvidia didn't design the 12 uh, the the 12v hpwr connector it was actually designed in collaboration with intel <laughs> sig who basically does the standards and what come funny thing is, is Intel didn't put that connector on their latest graphics cards. <laughs> oh, that's entertaining. I love it. Anyway, um, but yeah, so as of currently, AMD or in, uh, NVIDIA is the only one running this new connector. Uh, I'm pretty sure what's going to have to happen is, is they're going to start sending, uh, they're going to get a redesigned cable. Uh, they're gonna go, they're gonna go to a much better design, change the connector or something, and they're gonna have to uh, uh, get those out to everybody who bought because people are paying like uh, anywhere between thirteen hundred to two thousand dollars for these graphics cards. A freaking chintzy cable should be done right. You would figure they would do some, that right, but that was the breaking point. They just didn't spend the quality time on one little piece and. You did kind of fell apart. Um, uh, but being as this whole, you know, power connector gate that's been going on the past week, um, uh, AMD has announced that they will not be, they are not using this new connector. They're going to stick to the standard eight, uh, six and eight pin connectors. So those of you guys looking to get the new Radeon cards, which are supposed to be really good uh, against uh uh, the NVIDIA cards. It's just they, I heard some people talking about, well, they're ray tracing. Well, maybe not doing NVIDIA's ray tracing. Um, right now, and this is kind of cool. Uh, oh, and Intel's graphics card, like I said before, Intel's graphics card. 
uh, are not going to come with the uh, 12 pin connector, but the, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, uh, where was I going with that? I'm sorry. I need to get another drink because I messed that up. Mm, 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 mm. Yummy. Um, but, uh, uh, oh, now that we have three graphics card companies, this is where I was going with that. Uh, we got three different ray tracing. So Intel's got their uh, XSSSS. I don't know. I can't say it. It looks really promising. Um, and as, as people are adopting it, it's looking really good. NVIDIA has theirs. It's phenomenal. I'm not talking negative about NVIDIA's. Um, they've got their... Uh, 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 RTX and a lot more uh, gamers hands or a lot more company devel- uh, devs hands. Um, Nvidia is also really good because there's a, we're, I'm pretty sure we're going to find a, pro- we're going to find that we're going to have a hard time getting our hands on the graphics cards because they're pushing AI with their cards. So that means their cards are going to start being snagged up for uh, uh, AI. Uh, there's actually people that people are already leveraging uh they had already started using their AI uh, ability in their cards for sound processing. Well, people have figured out that uh, they can uh, uh, figure uh, they can do, use the AI ability in the graphics car, in the NVIDIA cards to help uh, really, really try to figure out you know, crack passwords and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, the graphics cards are going to be used for um, fun stuff coming up here. Um, but like I said, uh, AMD's got theirs as well uh, when companies adopt them. So right now we're in a really unique space where we're going to find out whose technology is better, whose technology has gotten into, develop, uh, into hands, and who's going to win the um, uh, the ray tracing war. Can we call it that, the ray tracing war? I think we're going to have to call it that, the ray tracing war. Because every com- every manufacturer's, uh, you know, Invi- NVIDIA, AMD, and uh, Intel all got their own. And each one is very, really good looking in its own right. Um, if I had to pick and choose, if I had to narrow down the list, I would say the two I'm looking forward to the most is Intel's and NVIDIA's. Uh, NVIDIA, just because theirs are uh, well more established and it's a bit more mature. Intel, just because I've seen it work and it looks really good and I can only, we can only imagine it's going to get better. Um, AMD's looks good, but I would have to say it's not as good, but I do, but I think it'll get better as they mature more. Time will tell. We will see. Uh, no matter what, I'm happy to have the uh, three competing companies helping us to get amazing fast graphics cards in our grubby little paws for as little money out of our pockets. That's what I'm happy about. And I am so happy to see Intel into this market. Um, only good thing for us gamers that can come ahead. Um, the only thing I'm going to, like I said, the only thing I'm concerned with is who wins the ray tracing wars. Uh, right now, I would like to see AMD or Intel uh, take a bit more of a lead to really put the bite on it. But uh, NVIDIA seems to be the more established uh, uh, grape ape in the room. So 
Anyway, that is this week's show. I want to thank you guys for listening. I've been having a ton of listeners on uh, that a ton of listeners. Uh, I'm watching you guys listen just about every day. Um, seeing you guys all on the, both the Facebook and the Twitters. I, I like to see you guys clicking the likes and uh, coming and saying hello and commenting back. So those of you guys who do, thank you very much. Uh, appreciate, I, I love each and every one of you. Can't wait to see you guys again or uh, you guys to hear me in the next show. Probably be about two weeks because I got a crazy week coming up. Um, a lot more side work coming up. Anyway, not going to talk anymore. I'm going to get click the little button that plays the out music. And uh, you guys have a great evening. And that wasn't the right one, but that's the song we're going to go out to because I already clicked the button. Thank you. Have a good night. I'm having another drink. <laughs>